I invite you to turn to Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28. We'll look at one of the Proverbs this morning as we confess our sins. Proverbs 15, 28. This is what the verse says. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. This is God's word. Well, as we confess our sins this morning to our merciful Father in heaven, it is important to come back from time to time to the matter of our words, because many of our sins come through our words. James, of course, writes that anyone who could control the tongue perfectly is a perfect man, able to restrain the whole body from all sin. And I think the idea is that if you, can, if you can master the tongue, every other battle is easier than that. And we've all wished, I think, for a delete or an undo button on our words. Don't you wish you had that from time to time? Like, delete or undo. I don't, I don't want to say that. Or you wish that your words traveled through the air very slowly so that you could take them back. Because sometimes it's only seconds after you've said them that you realize that you've sinned with your mouth. And as Christians, certain important truths should govern how we think about the use of our speech. Uh, In particular, I think of Matthew chapter 12, verses 35 through 37. This is the teaching of our Lord concerning what comes out of our mouths, he says, is a reflection of what's in our hearts. Here's what Jesus says. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. It gives us a sense of the importance, the gravity of the words that we speak, that there's going to be the day of judgment, and on that day of judgment we're going to answer for the words that we speak. And if If you are not in Christ, then your words will condemn you. Now, thanks be to God, we believe in the forgiveness of sins for our words. Amen? That's what we come for this morning. We come to be forgiven by our merciful Father in heaven. And so we're thankful that God forgives our our foolish, our idle words. But we want to be careful uh, and sober about the fact that we have the ability to start forest fires very quickly with our words. We also have Ephesians 4.29, just one other passage that's important for our speech. It says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. This is another foundational passage for us as we think about our speech. Well, I give those two verses just to connect with our proverb, but let's return to our proverb for a moment. As usual, many of the Proverbs give us a contrast. They say, the righteous are like this, the wicked are like this. Okay, So the righteous are characterized by the fact that they study what to say in response. In other words, they think about their words before they say them. The wicked, on the other hand, they pour forth evil. They gush forth evil. The idea is that The wicked don't think much about it. They are characterized by saying whatever they think of first. And it's usually not very helpful or edifying or good. 
the righteous have the grace of self-control. They have a valve upon their speech. They can stop the flow or they can release it and it can keep going. And they think about when and what to say. They study how to answer. But for the, the wicked, they don't have that control valve. They're, they're like the sewage pipe that just keeps pushing water out, gushing at all times, and there's evil things coming out because it's in their heart. They have a bad source. The source of the water is corrupted, and so everything coming out of that pipe is itself corrupted. Well, we've learned, of course, that uh, self-control is the fruit of the Spirit, and so that should be one of the things that the righteous are characterized by, is that we are able to control our speech, to direct it in righteous ends in order to edify others. Now, as you contemplate the words that you spoke this last week, I want to give you two questions to consider. Number one, what words did I send forth that were not well studied and were not edifying? And what was the effect? Number two, what are the common situations I face where I need to more carefully study up on the answers I will give? And to the second question, I would say that many of us face common situations where we are tested and we sometimes don't do very well with our responses. Ugly stuff sometimes comes out in those times of testing, and we don't have a very well-studied, edifying answer. And in those cases, it is so important for us to repent of those ungodly, unedifying responses, and to study up. We need to take some time to study uh, before the face of the Lord in prayer, and in consideration of his word, so that we will have a better answer for those situations in the future. We need to repent of our unedifying, hurtful words and ask the Lord to sanctify our speech, to make it clean. We want our speech to reflect the righteousness of God. We want a pure speech that flows out of a pure heart. And indeed, our hearts must be cleansed if our speech is going to be cleansed, right? Otherwise, we're just going to be spewing forth evil things as a reflection of our heart. Now Jesus tells us, blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And the description of those who seek after these things is not because they are fully purified. These are people that desire the purity of God. They desire the righteousness of God. They desire to be cleansed. They desire to be pure, even as God is pure in their speech. And so I would ask you, brothers and sisters, do you long for that well-studied answer that will give grace in each situation? I certainly desire that that would be the, the overflow, that living water would come out of me and in my speech because my heart has been cleansed by the grace of God. And so we can confess our sins now to our merciful Father in heaven. Thanks be to God we receive his forgiveness for our unedifying, unhelpful, and poorly studied answers. Uh, And we can ask our God to uh, cleanse us of any impurities of speech that continue to perhaps characterize us. So I invite us uh, together now to pray and to confess to our God. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we do thank you that you are a God of mercy and that uh, though we would be condemned by all of our words, yet we know that for those that are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation any longer. 
We desire that our words would reflect your righteousness, your truth at all times. We desire to be those who are well studied in how to speak and how to answer every situation that we face. So we ask for forgiveness for the ways in which we have not reflected that purity of speech that should characterize us, and we ask that you would work within us uh, the grace of self-control, the grace of kindness, that increasingly our words would be edifying. And we pray this and ask uh, now as we each confess our own sins to the Lord.